You're listening to Spice Radio, 1200 AM's The Morning Buzz with one Kieran Audula. And we're talking about how the B.C. government has urged residents to conserve water as drought conditions worsen. What it all means and how you can help. We're going to be now speaking to Dr. Zafar Adil, Executive Director at Pacific Water Research Center and a professor at Simon Fraser University. Dr. Adil, thank you so much for joining us this morning. Hi, my Kieran. Good morning. It's great to be uh, with you today. Now, Dr. Adil, so from what I'm reading, it says that half of the 34 water basins across BC have already reached level four on the province's drought classification system. Now, what does this mean? So level four is kind of at the high end of, uh, of drought preparedness, and uh, this is a scale of one to five, so we're pretty close to the top. And what it means is that the conditions are very dry, extremely dry, and there are going to be uh, adverse impacts on different economic activities like agriculture, and it's also uh, going to lead to some impacts on ecosystems. And in response to these kind of conditions, the province uh, would trigger some voluntary measures. It would uh, impose some restrictions on how water is used and where it's used. Uh, and all of those are uh, sort of put in place to reduce the, the potential risk that would uh, that would be triggered uh, if the drought conditions continue for a longer period of time. Mm-hmm. And what would a level five mean? Obviously, we don't want it to get there, but what would that mean? Well, we experienced uh, level five in many parts of the province last year. And what that means is that uh, not only are the conditions exceptionally dry, uh, but uh, the uh, those conditions have been there for a prolonged period of time, which means that you almost are certain to start to see impacts on ecosystems, uh, economic activities will be impacted, and at the end of the day, we as as people, as society, would also be impacted in in terms of uh, various activities that we we would normally undertake. And Dr. Adil, when you look at especially this summer, how does it compare to the other summers in British Columbia in terms of how hot it's gotten? Well, in some ways, the the pattern is not particularly unusual. Uh, July and August tend to be uh, fairly dry periods uh, in in our climate pattern, you know, so that's, that's not unusual so far. So what remains to be seen is whether we would be switching to uh, better conditions as we move into the latter part of the summer. And this, uh, there are forecasts that this year will be an El Nino year. So if that happens, then we should expect uh, wetter conditions uh, to, to prevail towards the end of the summer and early fall. And Dr. Adil, are there like particular tools and technology that we could use to you know, combat the issue of drought? Well, I, I think uh, the it's not so much a question of technologies, but it's actually the approaches of how we view water, how we conserve water, how uh, how we interact with it in our day-to-day lives, and how some of the larger consumers, uh, for example, on the agricultural side, deal with uh, water scarcity issues. Um, on, on a in, individual level, I think there's uh, quite a bit that we can do in our households, how we consume water, um, you know, how, how much time somebody spends in the shower, for example, uh, you know, are, are some of the common sense ways that we can use to uh, reduce our, our water consumption. Similarly, uh, follow the restrictions that are imposed by municipalities in, in terms of watering our lawns. 
there's other uh, <clears throat> efforts that can be made by uh, industrial users of water, and, and there are ways to uh, reduce water consumption in uh, when, when there are these drought conditions prevailing. And that actually also applies to the agricultural sector uh, to, uh, on the one side, ensure that farmers have enough uh, and reliable water supply, but at the same time make sure that you know, those, those water uh, resources are not being wasted. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Dr. Deal, just remind us one more time. I know you mentioned some ways, but, like, how do we conserve water? You know, what role can we all play in our communities in doing our part? Well, I think the simplest thing we should all do is uh, try to understand where our water comes from and what restrictions and limitations are there in terms of, uh, for example, the three reservoirs that feed uh, the entire Metro Vancouver area. Uh, just coincidentally, I was in a uh, in a class of students, uh, about fifty of them, a couple of weeks ago, and I asked how many of them knew where the water came from. I think there were about four or five people in the in the classroom who who understood that water was uh, coming from these reservoirs, and they have limited capacity. So, informing ourselves, uh, understanding. Uh, where water comes from, how how it can be conserved. So that knowledge piece, I think, is quite critical. Secondly, in terms of our uh, day-to-day consumption, try to conserve as much as possible. Don't water your lawns. Uh, take shorter showers if you can. Uh, there are some uh, some interesting ways of uh, uh, going after, for example, uh, what we, what we call navy showers. So turn the water on, uh, soak yourself turn the water off, put soap and shampoo, and then turn it off, uh, turn it on for another minute, and so, so you're done. So those are the kind of things that we can do uh, on personal level to conserve water. Mm. Dr. Adil, also, do you have any recommendations for particular maybe resources people can go to to just generally get more information? Well, if uh, anyone is interested in uh, specifically looking at the drought information and what uh, level of uh, drought is uh, occurring in their particular area. The BC government has a, a drought information portal and it actually shows a very nice map. So you can actually zoom into your locality and it will give you the exact uh, state of drought uh, that, that's prevailing. And it will also then lead you into resources that uh, that tell you what conservation measures are in, are in place for, for your neck of the woods. So again, getting that information in, in your hands, I think, be very useful in terms of how to uh, how to gauge and measure your response to the drought situation. Thank you so much for your time. We really appreciate it. Is there anything else you'd like to add before I let you go? Um, well, Mansiran, uh, thanks for uh, focusing the, your attention on the, on the drought conditions. Um, the, the only thing I would add is that this seems to be a recurring pattern, uh, and I think in some ways we have a fairly good sense that climate change is aggravating these uh, dry conditions. So I think we have to uh, be aware how these changes are taking place and to be prepared uh, for a different uh, climate regime as we go into the future. So uh, our thinking has to evolve with the evolving conditions because of climate change. Well said there. Dr. Deal, thanks so much again. You take care. Thank you very much, Mom.